good evening 1027 on a Friday so I want I want to I wanted to talk about demons in your dreams okay and when you when you say demons well for me because of the last couple of days when I had that unwanted experience I had dream about that and it wasn't even a dream it was more of a demon a demonesque dream where something similar happens and it just woke me up basically a lot of people have nightmares so what's the difference between a dream and a nightmare well a dream is something pleasant think about dreams that make you happy sometimes some certain dreams do come true you dream about the future or dream about what you think is going to happen in your life uh you dream of good fortune or you know whatever that might be it's, dreams are good or sometimes they're bizarre too nightmares on the other hand nightmares to me are where the demons come out nightmares are, are an ex- bad experience that maybe you had in your past or something in your present see for me i was assaulted when i was in my early 20s and for the longest time i never told anybody what happened not even my mother because you know my mother lost my father at that time she was still grieving for him i did not want to add that on top of everything else because then that would have put her in the hospital i don't think she would have been able to take it and then i would never forgive myself if something happened to her so I, for the longest time, I blocked it out. And every time I would watch a documentary or a movie where a woman is attacked, I think back to the time that I was attacked. And I got out. You know, I didn't, I, I, I was a victim for a short time, but I got out. I was able to escape with my life. And so I had, God was watching over me. I said my prayer and he got me out of it. And I was able to get out with my life intact. Not a lot of women are lucky in that sense, or if women do get attacked, they don't say anything to anybody, or they don't, you know, they don't want to get the police involved in anybody else. I mean, you have a right to do that, but then you think to yourself, but if if you don't do anything and this guy comes back and he does it to another person, you're going to feel guilty. So with me, I didn't want the hassle of having to look at his face go to court do the whole thing I just said I just want to put it behind me and for a while he stopped he did stop and so I never heard from him again but I felt bad and I thought to myself well maybe I should have done something maybe I should have gotten the cops involved then I was afraid I was afraid he was gonna attack everybody in my family get his vengeance somehow because that that terrifies me sometimes but that's in the past, so I don't have I don't think anything bad's gonna happen because again, that was such a long time ago. When you talk about demons, demons could be anything or anyone. I've had my fair share of life experiences. Some of them were not pleasant. In the event when I got involved with the second guy, or I'm sorry, the first guy, excuse me, the first relationship I had and it lasted for five years and it was a five years of hell. This was a guy that was one minute nice, but the next minute he was like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde personality. And when he would drink, he would really turn on me violently, whether it's physical, verbal, mental, emotional, a combination of everything. 
even when I was sick with my illness, because he knew right then and there, I'm weak. I can't fight back. I couldn't. I had drugs put into me so I could fight this illness. Did he care? No. Was he there with my time of need? No. Did he ever come see me at the hospital? Hell no. Not once. He claims he did. He only stood for like five, ten minutes, and then he would make an excuse to not be there. The only people that got me through my illness are my mother and, and God. That's the only people, and the rest of the family, but mainly my mother and God. When I would have dreams, because I always say to women, just be careful where you are in your surroundings. Now, if you've ever, let's just backtrack. So if you ever got assaulted in your life, and you haven't come and talk about it now, or you think, well, I'm going to put it behind me. What happens if you have a nightmare from it? What happens if you wake up and, you, and you're sweating and you, and you feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to get past this? Well, for some, some people, therapy is a good thing. I tried therapy. It doesn't work for me. I have my own little therapist in my head. And I would have these, these voices say, you know what? You got out. You survived. You know, you're not a victim anymore. And you have every right to defend yourself, which I did. I got myself out of there. You know, um, it could have been worse. He could have taken that knife and cut me up. Or he could have, what he said was he was going to kill every member of my family and watch, make me watch. And I'm like, yeah, sure you will. Because at the time when you're in your early 20s, you think nothing bad's going to happen to you. Guess what? It happens to anybody at any time in your life. You could be a victim at any age, even small children. And you think to yourself, well, how do I protect myself? Well, carry something with you. At the time after that incident, I carried mace with me. I never had to use it, but if I had to, I would have. I would have done that. And also, um, any other weapon that you could think of, you know. Sometimes you can use, like, your car keys or uh, a comb. Even hairspray. You can take hairspray, shut it in his eyes, and run away. Because, you know, when you try to do that, when you spray anything in somebody's eyes, it's going to sting. So it'll give you a chance to get away. You have every right to defend yourself. And women, please, please, do yourself a favor. Don't blame yourself. Don't say, oh, I should have done this or I could have done this. Don't blame yourself for men's slimy actions. Some men just are terrible at that. They think that now I can overpower her. Rape is all about denomination and control. Think of it in those terms. Rape is about denomination and control. It's nothing to do with sex. Everyone seems to think that's what it's about, and it's not. But let me tell you something. If I had known that he was going to do that, I would not have gone to that motel with him. I didn't know what his intentions were. Now, maybe I was, quote, misguided. I was. When you're 21 and you're going through so many emotions and you don't know how to process, like for me, I didn't know how to process the death of my father. I denied his death and I got myself into this situation. And I said to myself, never again will I let my guard down. Don't let your guard down. You know, I hear on the news about women getting attacked in a park. Now you think in a park, you're in a public place, there's people all around. But it all depends. It depends on where in the park you're at. Because again, you could be by yourself sitting on a bench, minding your own business. All of a sudden, someone comes out of the woods, jumps, attacks you from behind. Now you got to know how to defend yourself. See, I never go. I used to go to parks by myself or the times I would go with other people because you feel like if you're in a group, you're safe, you know, more than two people. But even so, 
even so, you know, I, I, my mother always said, anywhere you go, just make sure you had four pairs of eyes, two in the front, two in the back. Make sure you do that. Make sure you, you look around your surroundings. You make sure nobody's watching you because you never know. Even if you're in a crowd, you think, okay, I'm safe. There's a lot of people around me. You just don't know who's going to jump out at any moment. It could happen at a crowded parking lot. It's been known to happen. That's why you got to protect yourself. I try not to go to many places by myself. Sometimes I have to kind of bring people with me. Other times if I do, I make sure I'm always walking, looking around me. Because again, you just don't know who's going to come at you. But remember, you have the right to defend yourself. If somebody says you don't, they're mistaken. Let's get back to demons now. So for the longest time, I didn't tell anybody about it. I kept it for over 30 years. 30 years, imagine keeping that to yourself. When finally one day I just broke. It just, the tears and the emotion came out. I don't know why I held it in for so long. Maybe I just denied it like I did with my father's death. I mean, emotions are powerful, especially when, you know, if someone ever said to you, were you ever assaulted? Now you try to put that behind you, but then you think to yourself, no, I was assaulted. I just never told anybody. I got myself into a situation, but it's the time I thought I could take care of, but I didn't. But I got out. I walked away. Now, the demons that are happening for me, I, I can't control these nightmares. They come out of the blue sometimes, you know. And the idea that in, in the nightmares that I'm having, it's a person chasing me with no face. Isn't that scary? A person's chasing you. Now, it could be somebody from your past. It could be. Has no face. That's really scary. But then I think to myself, wow. And when, I, when I'm in the middle of the night, and, and sometimes this happens, I could be physically either running in the dream or doing something because my heart's beating a mile a minute. When I wake up, I'm like, oh my God, did that just happen? Lately, though, I've been having dreams a couple of nights ago, but this wasn't a demon-like dream. It was a dream that was bizarre. It was my mother. Now, all the dreams I've had of my mother were was when she was sick. This time, she wasn't sick. But the weird thing about it is, because I always remember her telling me this, I will be in this house the day. I, in other words, she never wanted to leave this house. She loved the area, even though there was filled with traffic and people. She said, I'm going to die in this house. That's what she always told me. But in my dream, she wanted to leave. I said, she was getting ready to pack. I said, Mom, what are you doing? Where are you going? Can I come with you? She goes, no, I have to go somewhere. Now, she was very vague. She wouldn't tell me where she was going. Okay. So I asked my sister, I said, did you know what's going on over here? Normally she doesn't want to leave this house. She says, I have to stay here. But mom, I want to go with you. I want to make sure you're okay. I promise I'll come back. No, 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 I have to go. Now, this is where it got bizarre. In the dream, look, she was real. I was talking to her. I was hugging her. I was kissing her. I was begging and pleading her. But as soon as she was getting ready to leave, I swear to you, she vanished. I'm like, wait a minute. Are my eyes playing tricks on me? So she really wasn't here. It was just a dream. In other words, her physical sense wasn't here. She was like a ghost. She like drifted. 
like just went through I'm like wait what see this is what I'm talking about I've had to actually touch this conversation with uh, both my sisters actually my oldest my no my middle sister I said what would happen and I think I've, I've sometimes when I'm sleep that's why I don't like sleeping alone I hear creaking in the hallway like someone is physically stepping now I remember with my mother she was a light sleeper and she would wake up at three in the morning and sometimes she'd go to the, I could hear her footsteps she would go into the bathroom then cross over into the little room look out the window check up on me walk back and when she couldn't sleep she would she would get up in the middle of the night get dressed come downstairs and put the tv on really low and I said mom what time did you get up? Oh, I couldn't sleep. I went, I, which I, which this is another thing I never understood about my mother. She did sleep, but the TV would be on, it would be very loud. But when the commercial would come on, it'd be like, oh my God. So I would sneak in, but she was like, what are you doing? I'm just lowering the TV. I can't, I can't sleep. I could physically, because the rooms were kind of like detached. So in other words, uh, where I slept in one room, so her room, I can actually hear the TV coming through the wall she had it on really loud but she claims that she was watching tv i said mom you're sleeping your eyes are closed your head is down no i'm watching it well i just lowered it because it was just very very loud i can't sleep with the tv on loud i mean it just jars especially the commercials the commercials all of a sudden they get from quiet to loud i'm like oh my god my mother was a light sleeper supposedly but there are times when she didn't sleep at all and I said like I and the doctor seemed to think at the time that it was all that caffeine that she consumed because caffeine does keep you up that's why they said don't go to bed and drink coffee that's all she would drink is coffee drink something that will make you drink some warm milk or, or you know something to the effect of something that will have a calming effect on you it didn't work though and she was very stubborn in that sense but anyway, getting back to the demons and the dreams. So now I've been having these demons. They're controlling a part of them. It's like an experience that just happened. Okay. Um, and again, with this experience that happened the last couple of days. Now, again, I'm trying to put it behind me, but sometimes it, it comes in the form of a dream. And in the dream, this, this guy was a real sleaze bag. And, and the way he looked at me, I was like, I was very uncomfortable. I'm like, you know, like, what are you looking at? Because I'm not going to pass judgment, but he was from the Middle East. The Middle Eastern older men are lecherous. In other words, they have one thing on their mind. They think that they could take advantage of you. I said, well, what would happen if, if I had my husband with me? Would you have done that? No, you wouldn't. Because if you see what my husband looks like, he's tall and he's very intimidating. So guess what? I have that measure of protection. And I had asked, I told him too, I said, this is what happened. He goes, oh my God, why are men like that? And then he says to me, well, when I come over there, I'm going to kill him. I said, no, 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 no. We do not do the violent thing. And what's that going to do? You kill him, you go to jail, you get deported. I have no, and I can't see you again. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. You're not going to come down here to kill I put it behind me. The problem is in, in my dream, it keeps coming back. Um, because again, I just didn't like the idea of someone looking up at me and then touching me. I said, don't touch me. Why are you touching me? Don't touch me. You know, I, what, I, what I could have done, and I did this one time with a woman. She had gotten to an argument with me. She put her hand in front of my face and said, if I were you, I'd remove that hand. 
from my face unless you want me to break every every one of your fingers I will do that and she wouldn't put her hand down I was like okay so she had it in front of my face I'm like why are you putting your hand in front of my face it's like she wanted to fight me I'm like look we're grown women here I don't fight women okay and if you keep pushing my buttons well you're not gonna like how I'm gonna turn out okay so don't I avoid confrontation as much as possible but sometimes people push your buttons to the point of let's see how angry we can make her or him you don't want to do that it's the worst thing that you could do so she kept putting her hand I said one more time you put your hand in front of my face and I will break every one of your fingers do you understand me do you understand me okay push your hand down and let's talk about this like grown-ups now, I don't even know what this was about Maybe I said something to her. She did. I don't remember. But all I know is this. I do not like getting into fights with anybody. Now, let's go back to what happened to me two days ago. I could have easily said the same thing. I was ready to say this, but it wouldn't come out. I said, one more time you touch me, I'm going to take your fingers and bend them backwards. And then you'll never be able to touch anyone again. Okay? Now, I don't know why I didn't say that, but... God knew there was something going on. Something suspicious because I was the only one in the store. How many people are in a store? You think more than the number of people, especially around lunchtime. I didn't even see anybody walking outside. It was on a main street, you think. And what scared me was he had a, um, a back storage room. So in the event, he could have easily locked the door behind me so I wouldn't get out. And he could have easily said, okay, let me step into the back storage room that's where he would have assaulted me. So there you go. Now, you think to yourself, if I'm in this situation and he's making me uncomfortable and something's not right, so God gave me some type of a signal and I got out of there. If I wouldn't have gone out of there, who knows what would have happened. Because I'm remembering the time that I was in my early 20s and you think, well, yeah, you're young enough at that time, you've got the energy. I'm not saying I don't have the energy to move. It's just that sometimes you get paralyzed with fear. So when you have these demons and they come to you in your dreams, well, how do you deal with, how do you deal with demons? How do you deal with anything? And I'll tell you right now, the power of prayer. You pray to God before you even close your eyes to go to sleep and you get those demons out. And the more times that you do it, the more times those demons will run away because God is in command. God is in control. God. Not anybody, but God. And I say to myself, okay, I'm going to lay me. You know what? I have a, I have a prayer. Let me say this, and I think you've said this when you were younger before you go to bed. I haven't said it in a long time because I'm not a child anymore. But let me say it. Let me see if I remember it now. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die, if I die before I awake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Now, you said that when you were a child. Would you say that again as an adult? Possibly. But see, when you're a child, you want to have good dreams. You don't want to have bad dreams unless something bad happened to you and you have nightmares. That's where the nightmares come in. When you have dreams, now some dreams come true and some don't. Some dreams are bizarre, some aren't. I've had dreams about my family, and I told you the premonition I had two years before my father passed away. The same dream of him gone I just didn't know what he died from. That was scary. And someone said to me, are you psychic? 
you know, I'm not psychic, but I sometimes can predict who was on the phone, who was at the door, you know, it was just something. I wouldn't call it psychic, far from that. Then I say to myself, you know what, there are other ways you can get yourself to sleep. Listen to music, read, you know, do something so that the demons will not come to you. I usually play Yanni. If it's not too late, I'll put Yanni on and listen to some of the songs. And then, you know, we'll have that, that, you know, that whole like thing going on where, you know, I listen to his music and I take myself into another dimension. I take myself into another dimension, another plateau. And my cat is meowing at me. Be quiet. My cat is meowing at me. Trying to finish this podcast. Hey, I'm trying to finish. Come here. So there. So let me make clear to you. You want to get the demons out of your head. You want the demons out of your head. You want to get the demons out of your head. Listen to music. Say a prayer. You know, God's always watching us. We are all God's children. God is watching us, even in our dreams. That's why I don't have nightmares and don't... Usually I drink warm milk, which right now I can't even think of having. I used to have that in the day. My mother would put it in, make soft bread, put it in milk. I don't know what made me eat that when I was younger, but when I think of it now, it makes me gag. I mean, and that helps. They say warm milk or hot chocolate or something to that effect. Um, I'll be honest with you. Again, prayer, God. God is always watching over you, even in your dreams, even in your nightmares. But sometimes I wake up, my heart beats a mile a minute. Now, I told the love of my life, I told him, I said, and he says prayers for me. I can hear his prayer. I can hear his voice in my head. That's how I know that these prayers are working, making me strong. Because he himself said it, get those demons out. I said, well, when you come here, the demons will disappear. Because then I will feel safe when you're, in, when you're laying close to me and you're holding me tight. Otherwise, I just have to figure out how to get these demons out. By listening to music. By listening to music. By doing whatever and whatever that might be. Because again... The demons are just, they're there. And everyone's like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, if you have nightmares, you're going to have demons. I had told you the last, it was a few months, I've had a dream of somebody chasing me with no face. Now, it could be somebody from my past. Could be, but I'm not sure. It could be anybody for that matter, you know. Um, Of course, when you're little, they say, oh, it's the boogeyman. You know, don't look under the bed. Please, that's so far-fetched right there. I never had those types. But I remember I would watch movies and incorporate some movies and scenes from movies in my dreams. And I think to myself, wow. It's just bad. But anyway. So anything you can do to get those demons out. Again, warm milk. If you like that. Or hot chocolate or whatever. Um, And music. Music does soothe the soul. And it actually gets the demons away. If you listen to a certain type of music, now I listen to music with no words, because for me, that will do the trick. But again, there are a lot of people that will not. And again, I, I, for one, will know, or not know, depending. Um, but I will tell you this. Every, anytime you say a prayer, God is always by your side. 
Okay, God is always by your side. God watches over you. He protects you. He gives you some type of a sign, a signal, whatever you want to call it. And he will always guide you. And he will always protect you. And he will always do whatever he can to make it. To make it. So, I'm just going to um, let you go because it's almost 11. I normally don't stay up this late. I'm going to call it a night. I'm going to say God bless all of you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Have a great weekend. Take care.